1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague on Demand, a Service Patriots
2: podcast.
1: Service
3: Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash The Fan.
0: Well, I didn't think you had it in you. I'm your huckleberry. This is Dirt and Sprague. Why, Johnny Lingo. You look like somebody just walked over your grave.
1: With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague.
3: But it's with you, Holiday. I'll beg to differ, sir. We started a game we never got to
1: finish. <coughs> Play for blood, remember? Dirt and Sprague on 1080. I was just
4: fooling about. I wasn't. The Fan. All right, welcome back in our
2: number two. Dirt and spray here on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan, the Odyssey app, youtube.com slash 1080TheFan. If you missed the first hour of the show, catch it at 1080TheFan.com under our Service Patriots podcast section. 1080TheFan.com. All the hours will be podcasted there. And don't forget, check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash The fan. I saw this from Lindsey Rhodes, who covers the NFL, and uh, I don't think this is a surprise to anybody, but we kind of knew in the moment what it was. Scapegoating, as I would say. (laughs) Weeks one through 10, the Bills offense was third in EPA play rate and first in success rate. Weeks 11 through 20, uh they were 6th in EPA and 7th in success rate mm. bills defense weeks 1 through 10 17th in EPA and 23rd in success rate and their defense 11 through 20 7th in EPA 16th in success rate. So their offense actually got worse and their defense was (laughs) awful. So Ken Dorsey gets the scapegoat award.
3: Yes, he does. Everybody kind of looked at them and thought Joe Brady saved the day. And it's funny when you put numbers behind it and say, no, that wasn't the case. Buffalo lost a lot of really dumb games this year that they had no business losing. The other challenge for them going forward, you know where Josh Allen's cap hit goes? Through the roof
2: next year. $47 million next year. I think it was, I got it in front of me to see what it was this year. It was 17, 19? 18, yeah, it was 18 in
3: million range. cap number this year,
2: 47, 56, 52 yeah. the next three years. And so that's, you know, they're going to have to work some of that stuff out. But we're seeing, you know, Kansas City's been here for it, a while. Man. You yeah. can do it if your quarterback can play well. you got to draft well, too. That's the most important part. You have to have guys on rookie contracts. Look no further than Detroit, yes. who, although they haven't paid all their guys yet, like they've drafted well, and you seeing what uh, drafting well does. We'll get to uh, <laughs> the fuddy-duddy. Versus the driving force of football crowd, uh, they 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 bashed heads yesterday. I've never been more turned off by the discourse in the NFL.
3: Really, I've gotten like where you're at with the NBA. Yeah, the reaction to playoff games and the stuff that was going on yesterday. The way we discuss quarterbacks, the way we have to have takes after every game, every moment, every throw, and then the stuff that you're talking about, I just I
2: turned it all off yesterday. Well, I want to let you know today they've they've decided to bring back again that the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys had a brother of a player say he hates the team. Good. I'm so glad. let's spend ten to fifteen minutes on it. By the way, to, yeah. we were proven right this weekend. I want to everybody. Swag, if you could turn your microphone on. Uh, round of applause, America. Told us in strong force, the Detroit Lions are our team, not the Cowboys. Record-setting numbers for that yep. Bucks Lions game. <laughs> that no, number so- forty <laughs> million. <laughs> it blew out the Bills and Chiefs game. That's unreal. Like it was. That is an unbelievable (laughs) feat. I would have never guessed that was going to happen. Insane. You had Mahomes versus Josh Allen in Detroit. Jared Goff
3: versus Baker Mayfield. The nine and eight Tampa Bay Buccaneers got a bigger number than that.
2: They are now officially America's team. I think they. I'm not kidding. I really think America. There was a map yesterday. It's the Cubs, dude. How do you not fall in love with the story? Yeah, except they weren't the lovable loser. They were just losers. Like See, they I weren't think even they were. No, the, the, the <laughs> Lions were when, not lovable. You didn't even like them on Thanksgiving. But you're like, well, I guess tradition will eat a turducken.
3: I mean, they didn't come close enough heartbreak necessarily like the Cubs did. But I think when you looked at the Lions, the first thing you thought of was, oh. That's too bad. No, it was more like why do you remember with the We used to go. Why do you root for them? <laughs> they had Barry Sanders. That wasn't enough. They, they had Calvin have Calvin Johnson. Johnson that wasn't Stafford <laughs> enough. Stafford,
2: Scott Mitchell, Could Herman never Moore. Win. Oh man, I'm I'm happy for Lions fans. I saw a map of America, and I never know if this is real or the internet's full of crap. It showed America's rooting interest in the NFC title game. California red. Every other state in the nation blue. The Lions. And I said, that's accurate. That is 100% accurate. I think you also have to split up California because anything
3: south of, like, I don't know, San Jose is not rooting for the 49ers. Like, you get down in Los Angeles and San Diego, there's no chance they're rooting for the Niners. No chance. Yeah, they are.
2: The Rams fans are going to root for the 49ers? You think Rams fans are (laughs) real in L.A.? I mean, there's some of them. you think Chargers fans are real? Uh, in when San the Diego, Niners, they are. When the Niners go to a Charger or Ram game, that stadium is red. I, th- I think you're it's overlooking red. the hatred between Los Angeles and San Francisco in all sports. They I, don't
3: root for each other I, in anything.
2: I think you're way overrating L.A. sports fan. They they are not real. I mean, I'm not— They're s- Lakers, USC, and Dodgers, and that's kind of it.
3: Sure, I don't think people in Southern California are rooting for the Niners over Detroit.
2: I, I think you're way overestimating— yeah, I would just agree to disagree there. I think, there I think way most more of Southern California football fans are still Raider fans. Exactly. I or think, Rams fans. I don't think that's real either. I think there's more Niner fans than Rams fans in L.A. Ooh, I don't I know d- about not I don't think that's a debate.
3: I don't know about that.
2: We can argue with Walls, or we can just see the evidence <laughs> of the games. It's red every time they're playing the Chargers or Rams.
3: Yeah, I mean, I
2: get it because there's a lot of fans that li- probably move from San Francisco to L.A. 100% And they get accurate. to see their team yes. when they come play. And then the Rams also, and the Raiders, left. And for so long, all they had was what? The Chargers or the Niners? The Niners were good. I think
3: people in Los Angeles were always Raiders or Rams fans. If you were an actual football fan, you were always rooted
2: for those. You never just switched your allegiance to the 49ers. I'll put a poll question up. whos Who's got a bigger fan base in L.A.? The Rams or the 49ers? Yes. Uh, we will disagree on that. I want to ask this question. Do the Ravens, to you guys, and I know this could be a mistake, and you text something in last night that I thought's interesting to this question. Do the Ravens stand the tallest of the teams left in the NFL to you? Um... But I think I think they deserve that from the regular season. They're above the remaining other
3: three teams. The, the way that they looked in the regular season and the way that they played in their lone playoff game, I think they deserve that. Uh, I am not gambling on them this weekend because if I can get Patrick Mahomes with a hook on the road, I'm I'm taking the hook. It's just can I don't know if they're going to win the game. I just I have a hard time seeing Baltimore win that game by more than a touchdown. Their offenses can can be concerning at times with me with the way with the way Kansas City plays defense, especially. And that was the best that Kansas City looked all season, I would argue. Offensively, they didn't have a lot of big issues. I know they had the one safety fumble, which is a dumb rule, but we don't need to get into that again. Their offense functioned at a high level. They ran the ball. They didn't have costly drops in big moments. That was the most efficient they had looked, but I think Baltimore
2: deserves the credit for what they've done for the the entirety of the season. I'm in no way going to poke holes at Baltimore. We saw what they did against the Niners. They're the one seed. They're going to have the league MVP, and Harbaugh is a proven coach. They also played the easiest team, I think, in the playoffs that was remaining a week ago. And so, like, I'm not – I don't mean that to, like, say, well, that win by that margin doesn't mean anything. I'm just simply saying, you know, Kansas City was certainly battle-tested this weekend or this past weekend in Buffalo. Yes. The Niners, double-digit, basically favorites, absolutely. There was a little Green Bay mojo kind of going into that game. Uh and Green Bay, I thought, should have won the game, to be honest with you. And the Lions, I know the Bucs aren't amazing, but the Bucs were kind of playing without some money, feeling good. The Lions are at home, and yes, they're home, but playing with this kind of, in the back of their mind, pressure of, we got to get to the NFL game, we're at yeah. home. I just, I, I, I'm not saying the Ravens aren't, I just, I find it interesting coming out of the divisional round, Tested versus not being tested. I
3: think the other part of that too is you had a rookie quarterback on the road for the first time in the playoffs. Like that's a that's a favorable matchup. I don't know if 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 you were splitting hairs between like Tampa's roster and Houston's roster. Yeah, right. Not a huge difference. I think the difference is Baker Mayfield's been through it. He's seen a lot. He's not a rookie playing on the road for the first time in the playoffs in that atmosphere against that defense. Sure. it's just a different animal. I, you give those young quarterbacks a lot of leeway. And C.J. Stroud had a really rough day, as we could all understand. He should have a rough day because he. Young and it's just hard to win at that level uh, when you're when you're that early on in your career. I I'm I cannot wait for the matchups this weekend. I am so excited because I think either way you're getting great storylines no matter who wins. But the Baltimore Kansas City game of can Baltimore actually do this? Like we, I've looked at the AFC all year and I made this argument for Buffalo. It feels like there's a pathway. Kansas City does not look as dominant as they've looked in years past. They look beatable. Now maybe that's out the window now. And you had Cincinnati, who has been this dominant playoff team that that Buffalo and Kansas City have had a hard time beating in the postseason. They're gone. They're not there. And so there's a pathway for you. The Baltimore Ravens get this game at home. There's there's a lot of pressure on them. Like if you're going to get it done, now's the time you got to get it done. Because Kansas City's not going anywhere. Cincinnati's going to be back. Buffalo's not going anywhere. It's going to be an incredibly difficult field to 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 get through. And this is your opportunity to do it at home.
2: It's kind of weird to say out loud because the Chiefs fans and the organization I think have a standard for themselves and and rightfully so. It in a weird way you could almost uh, sort out the pressure and and kind of say. Is Kansas City playing with the least amount of pressure of any of the 4 teams here? I mean, I think they are cuz I think Detroit they they certainly nobody's going to be surprised if they lose. But like that that city is starving for yes. just give us a shot at that chip. San Francisco's playing in a situation where man, they have to win. They lose another NFC title game, Woo! little Buffalo Billsy. Yep. And Baltimore's clearly I think most dominant so far with the league MVP, with a a tremendous nasty defense at home, with a proven coach. Like, it's weird to say that with Patrick Mahomes. But I think that's kind of where the Chiefs are, which is a scary place to be if you're a Baltimore fan.
3: Baltimore, I think, has all the pressure in that game. Kansas City has proven it. They've won a Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill. Mahomes has two. If he loses, nobody's batting an ice. Ah, it's just off year for them. They're going to be back right. next year. Not a right. concern. If Baltimore loses this game, it's, again, Lamar can't win the big one. We're going to have to have that dumb conversation that we were having yesterday with Josh Allen. Why can't he win in the playoffs? He can't win with matters. You think that's our – you think that's We're not going to. Yeah. The country will definitely have that talk. And Detroit – Look, they're going to play the fun game of we're not going anywhere, and this is only the beginning, and maybe they end up being right. But as I brought up with certain teams yesterday, that's not always the case, man. Jared Goff's got one more year on his deal. What do you do with Jared Goff? I, You have to
2: extend him. Have to extend it, him, right? Now, He's going on 31. How yeah. much do you pay him? What's he worth? I don't give him the Gino. you got to pay him more than Gino. But I try to get a three-, four-year deal with a team option Does he in the accept year. that deal? I hope so. Does he take that? Oh, I hope so. He's going to say, dude, I just took you to a... I'm you I'm I'm Jared Goff. Oh.
3: You didn't even want me and I just led you to an NFC yeah. Championship game within three I know. years. I know. And you're not... You're going to disrespect me without a top 10 quarterback contract? No. So I... they have a really tough situation. here. <laughs> they got one more year to figure this out and the NFC North, I think, is only... Getting, Green Bay's not going anywhere. They got a good young team. Chicago might finally figure out their quarterback thing this offseason. Like, we always do this. Well, Detroit's going to be here every year and it's just not always the case.
2: Uh, analytics versus non-analytics. It's hit the NFL now. Get
1: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: All right, poll question went up at Dirt and Sprague. Are there more Niners fans in L.A. than Rams fans? The text line is disagreeing with you. Twitter's disagreeing with you with photo evidence.
3: <laughs> What's the photo evidence?
2: There's a pre- a person at the game and the entire stadium is red. Well,
3: see, here's the thing though. Like that happens in San Francisco all the time too. I think it depends on how the teams are. Like Wait, in the what? last in the last 3 years when the Dodgers have gone to San Francisco, that stadium is 90% blue. Well, we're not talking about baseball though. We're talking about football. I know, I'm just the saying
2: football team has mattered.
3: Sure. I mean so have yeah, the baseball but that's, teams. That's part for the
2: court. I mean when,
1: when teams Pittsburgh are up or down, to you're gonna Rams, take over. It doesn't, it doesn't mean there's more Steeler fans green in Bowl LA or like, are the Golden. Rams
2: down? They just won a Super Bowl. They were terrible last year. Okay. And they and were pretty were bad this year. They went to the playoffs. Uh no, I'm saying at the start of this year they were they didn't go to gr- a great start this Look, year. I, I I don't know what the argument is. I mean, you just think there's more Rams. I just think that city sucks as a fan base. See, I don't
3: disagree with that. I just I think you're
2: overlooking the hatred that exists between those two cities. And I think you're conflating baseball into football. I don't think those are the I same. I think it fan exists bases. in every sport. I don't. No, I disagree with that. I think baseball is a much different. Dodgers Giants is an actual rivalry that I, matters. I think that
3: matters in everything.
2: I don't know. I don't think the Rams have mattered in L. A. They haven't been there long enough. So I, they left and they didn't have fandom for like twenty years. Sure. I
3: yeah. I just I disagree strongly with this take. <laughs> I look at Seattle and Portland, right. Like, when Seattle lost the Sonics, mm-hmm. did everybody in Seattle start rooting for the Blazers? We're a one-trick town. We always no, have no, us I'm basketball. using Seattle as the example. Did people in Seattle start rooting for the Blazers? No.
2: But, so, I, but that's the insinuation that L.A. lost their teams. They didn't have a team, so they the Niners were that's good. That's not my insinuation. My insinuation is 25 years of not having a football team mm-hmm. mixed with, like, having generations and people who move from San Francisco to L.A. for work purposes— is different than than the Seattle-Portland thing. I think rivalries are rivalries. Cities to be damned, no matter what the teams are. But that's not... So you feel the Niners and Rams is like a big rivalry? I'm not
3: necessarily saying it's a big rivalry. Mm-hmm. I just don't think people in Los Angeles like San Francisco. I don't think people in San
2: Diego like San Francisco. And I don't think people in San Francisco like Los Angeles or San Diego. And I think people <laughs> that used to live in San Francisco moved to L.A. is all my point is. And I think there's a ton of Niner fans because they were good and the Rams weren't there. A lot of them moved up here, too. Um, We will get to Alex Gold in Kansas City. We'll get his thoughts on Mahomes and the Chiefs kind of you know, not that they are to Baltimore or the fans, but you kind of flying under the radar here of a season where it was uncertain what they would do and how important it was for them to to get back to the conference title game for a sixth straight year with Mahomes as the starter. Let's get into the analytics argument here. Uh, this going for two for Tampa was, a, was quite a big deal. To old Mike Wilbon of PTI, who did not <laughs> like that they went for two, here is his rant. The,
4: the two-point conversion attempt, that left them eight down. Don't start me with the two-point conversions. The analytics say go for it. Do the analytics say go for it no matter who's going for it? So if you and I were on the field, the analytics say go for it. It's the stupidest, laziest, lamest thing I've ever heard for reasoning in competition. And I hate when announcers just buy it without questioning it. The analytics say go for it.
2: Okay. (laughs) Mina Kimes. How do you feel about it?
0: This one uh, is pretty simple math. Essentially, if you're down eight, you're gonna have to score another touchdown, which means you have two opportunities to go for two or kick the extra point. The odds of you converting at least one of them are better than not. And if you convert the first time, you can win in regulations. We saw the Packers and the Titans both do this year. In fact, More teams than ever are doing it. My colleague Seth Walder ran the numbers, and from 2002 through 2017, there were zero two-point attempts down, eight. This year, the rate was over 30%. So all the coaches seem to get it now, or a lot of them, rather, seem to get it, even Todd Bowles. And if you want to be mad about math, uh, don't be mad about that. Be mad they called a low percentage play the goal line fade because it sucks. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Analytics, you can argue, has certainly changed the narrative of my sport in the NBA. It's been in football now, but I love that it keeps building year in and year out where we're arguing on TV if going for two uh, is the right move in the situation, given we have some evidence that the math actually backs it and teams have been successful doing it.
3: Yeah, I just I don't know why there's so many people that push against progress and change. Sports are going to evolve. They're going to look different. The NBA... How many people were shooting threes in the early 1990s? The sport just looks different, right? Things change, and it's okay. You need to embrace it. Baseball looks different as well. Not everything is good about it, but the sport evolves, and it's going to change. Football is here now. Like, this is the right idea math-wise, to go for two. Because if you get it, you don't have to get another two-point conversion. You kick a PAT and you can win the game. And if you don't get it, the odds on getting one of your two-point conversions is just as high as it is to make back-to-back PATs with questionable kickers from further back. I think it's a 95% chance that you're going to make both uh, PATs and you have north of a 50% chance to get at least one of the the two-point conversions. So, I I don't understand why there are so many people out there that continue to push against this. It's what the NFL is going to continue to do. Teams are going to be aggressive on fourth downs. They're going to go for it in certain situations. Like This is where the sport is headed, and you can either get on the train or get off the train, but to continue to try and stop it and act like this is a horrible idea and none of it makes sense is driving me absolutely
1: nuts.
2: Yeah, it seems like um, instead of like trying to back your argument Will Bond's just like, I've watched football for 50 years. How, they didn't do this in the 80s. How dare they didn't try this in 1992? Anybody remember that NFC title game? Yeah, and he'd be like, just, Well, no, but how, okay. How many times did you yell at your TV to go for it and you had a, co- a coach who would punt from like the 43-yard line? I mean, I, I've, I've noted this in the play. Todd Bowles, coincidentally, same coach in that exact same game that chose to punt on like fourth and two. Yep. What what are you doing? Yep. It's two yards. The the thing
3: that everybody should be angry about in that game is not the decision to go for two. It's we have not talked about how Tampa Bay did not call a timeout. No, they didn't. They had a final timeout. They yeah. could have stopped the clock with about 30 seconds left, <laughs> and maybe Detroit <laughs> kicks a field goal and makes it. They're up by eight and the game's over. Okay. But maybe they miss it. Right. Maybe you block it. Yeah. Maybe they punt. What like some they didn't call they just sat on a timeout with 30 seconds left in the game.
2: The one thing I've always told myself in the ridiculous circumstance that I'm like uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg at a basketball game and I get picked out of the crowd to be the coach of the Knicks. What is that called? Eddie? Eddie, yeah. If there was ever that in football, the one thing I vowed to myself, you're never going out of the game with any timeouts left. <laughs> you will use, even if the game is well in hand and we've Call gotten our ass kicked. Call them all. I'm calling all my timeouts, damn it. I'm not going to <laughs> that locker room with any timeouts in my pocket. You can't take them with you. Now you certainly you Can't use them in the locker room after the game. The analytics in sports in general, it's it's just, I, Mike Wilbon, smart guy. Like, Very smart. You would have thought he'd read up on analytics and like wouldn't be having these yell at the cloud moments. And yet I, here he is. I actually thought
3: Collinsworth did a really good job explaining it on the broadcast. I, I thought the way he said, you know, here's why you do it. There's percentage chances. Not 100% guarantee you make both PATs anyways. How often do you agree? Let me ask you this and we'll go to Alex Gold. How often do you guys agree with the next-gen stats thing when it says, go for it? Punt, kick. like. I mean, if I'm a head coach, I'm Dan Lanning. I'm going for it every time yeah. that I
2: possibly can. I would can. say Dan
3: Campbell because yes. he's still
2: coaching right now. Yes. And it's
3: funny how whenever whenever a team makes a big decision to go for it on fourth down, it works. They end up extending the drive. They end up scoring a touchdown. This happened with Michigan, and their Rose Bowl went over Alabama. They went for it on their own side of the field. Very risky call. You don't get it, maybe you lose the game. Yeah, They got it. They scored a touchdown on that drive. Nobody brings it up after the game. Nobody – God, what a great call. What a ballsy call by Jim Harbaugh. But if he doesn't get it, what does everybody say after the game? How dare you? This isn't – you can't listen to analytics with all these calls. It's all results-based, and it drives me nuts.
2: Alex Gold in Kansas City will join us. How they feel about that matchup against Baltimore in Baltimore. we got an NBA trade we can get to and a little more NFL, maybe some college football, Dirt and Sprague, and the mail sack at 815.
1: In
3: this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do
2: this, let's go over the ground rules.
3: This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How do you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Tuesday. Let's go to Kansas City to get ready for the AFC Championship game as the Chiefs head to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Joining us next now, his friend of the show, Alex Gold, is 6'10 uh, in Kansas City, at Alex Gold on Twitter. Go give him a follow there. It's like our yearly chat with Alex. His team's back in the AFC Championship game. <laughs> you almost just write it down in Sharpie every year. Alex, good morning. I want to start with, we talked about it yesterday. I kind of now relate them to the Patriots where we, a lot of folks doubted them this year. And here you go. You look up their back where they, where they always are. Was there a doubt this year in Kansas City? Like, did the fans, media, you yourself, did you look at this team and say, man, they, they're not good enough to do it? Or are you yourself surprised that Mahomes and the Chiefs are back in the AFC title game?
4: Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, no, no doubt that was part of the conversation all year, that whether or not this defense, frankly, could carry them to this spot that they find themselves in. And now the offense, I think, has been better here as of late. They still are very much flawed offensively, and they're not the same team that they were in 2022 and, and, you know, 2021, obviously, but no, I I think there was a lot of doubt. A lot of people, if you would ask them after the green Bay game and certainly on the Christmas day performance against the Raiders, where this team looked as bad as it had in the Patrick Mahomes era, I think a lot of people thought, Oh, they're going to, they're going to be one and done. They're going to lose. And then now I, I can promise you after they beat the, The Dolphins, though, really, that's where you start to see a flip within the fan base that, okay, maybe maybe they can do this thing. And now, even though Baltimore is a stiffer challenge than Buffalo, I think the fact that Chiefs went on the road and and got that win, now uh, fans here to say, why not? Why why can't they be, as you said? You know, the Patriots were many years, the the Brady years, you were like, hey, how, how is this team finding themselves in a Super Bowl? And they just ended up there.
2: I once had somebody ask me an underrated part of this job, and I said, you know, sometimes the worst part is everybody remembers when you're wrong and nobody compliments you or says anything that you got right. And I want to ask, if the listeners of Kansas City pulled the tape, what would Alex Gold have been like all year? Did he sound like somebody with doubt or did he sound like somebody questioning but also saying, we have Patrick Mahomes, guys, that's better (laughs) than anybody else?
4: So on the show, I'm normally the more optimistic guy. Now, you know, I, I, I certainly am between the, my co-host and I, a little more optimistic. And typically, though, it's, it's in years where I'll say, hey, you know, the, the defense, you know, we'll be talking about the defense struggling early in the season. I'll say, hey, by the time they get towards the end of the year, the defense is going to get better. Well, it was flipped flip this year. And i said, hey, by the time they get to the playoff, maybe the offense will be better. But I'll admit, after the, the Raiders game, I, I said, look, this is, this, this is a team that uh, I could see them losing the first round. But what you said to start the conversation is right. I also at the time was saying, you know, Hey, because of number 15, I think we're foolish to count this guy out. And, and here we are. So I, you know, I don't want to act like I said, Oh yeah, they're still going to the AFC title game. That definitely wasn't me, but, I definitely didn't write them off the way some people were.
3: Is there something that they could harness from that offensive performance? Like it, they have had their issues on that side of the ball this year. None of it's a lot of it's on Mahomes, but it drops and, and miscues and yeah. uh, struggling. A lot of youth there, right? Like just trying to find a consistent threat outside. And Rice has kind of become that. Kelsey had a really good game, although at times this year he's looked a little bit past his prime. Is, is that a performance that they can bottle up? You think? And this is what Kansas City's going to look like. I have a hard time with that for this matchup because I have an entire year sample size of what. Kansas City's sure. look like and then I have this outlier is it the outlier or the year sample size what do you think shows up this weekend
4: yeah no it's a fair question I think what we've seen go back to the Cincinnati game the Dolphin game and now the Bills game so I think for three which is still a much smaller sample size than the rest of the year they have finally figured out just who they need to be mm-hmm. you know you mentioned Rashie Rice realize that hey he's your best pass catching option outside of Travis Kelsey feed those two feed Isaiah Pacheco Stop trying to, to be, as I said, a team from 2021. Stop trying to make Canarius Tony into something. He's not. You know, <laughs> they, they, To me, they got a little too cute with McCall Hardman uh, in this past playoff game against Buffalo. You know, why, why are you trying to get him the ball at the two-yard line when you're having all this success? They're lucky it didn't cost them the game. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're still extremely flawed. The difference is they have found who they really are. And the, the question I have for this game against Baltimore, one, we know it's a much better defense, but also... You know the, the Chiefs tackles, their left tackle and right tackle, Donovan Smith and Jawan Taylor actually probably put together their best performance of the season on the road, which I think is a confidence builder. If they're able to protect Patrick Mahomes anywhere near what they just did against Buffalo, where he was virtually untouched, uh, then I think they'll, they'll be able to have that same success. Um, but Jadavion Clowney, who looks like the old Clowney all of a sudden in some of these other pieces that the Ravens have, I think it's a tall task. Uh, for the Chiefs, but uh, as you said earlier, you know, I mean, at this point, uh, with the way the Chiefs defensively are playing, I think it would be foolish to to count them out and say they're not able to find a way to win a game where they probably do want it to be a you know a 20 to 17 type of game I don't think they want I don't think either team wants it to become a 28 31 28 34 game I think they both would love for it to be lower
2: scoring yeah, Alex I know you're a betQL guy as well so I, I have to bring sports gambling into this I have yeah. had about as miserable season as I've ever had in sports gambling I had a great year last year I I'm crapping the bed week in and week out I can't get anything right I've officially given up I'm letting my 7 year old make my picks this weekend where are you at how is this game going to play out in your mind and why? What what is specifically the matchup for you? Is yeah. it is it just as simple as Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar? What is the matchup that you think gives maybe KC that shot to pull off this upset?
4: So I'll be honest, I haven't put in a bet yet for the game. There, there's a couple reasons why. So as far as actual what what I'm thinking in my head or what the score could be, there's a couple injuries that I, I think i got to have answers to before I'm able to, to truly put some money on it. And specifically, Joe Tooney, the Chiefs' left guard, he's an all-pro left guard, He reportedly has this pec strain, which means very unlikely he's going to play on Sunday, but it's also not as serious of an injury as we thought. So I don't think it's 100% sure that he's out. That would be a huge loss for them. And then linebacker Willie Gay, who would be the spy for Lamar Jackson, and we know how vital that could be in this one. I kind of need to know about those two, I'll be honest, before I'm able to for sure put some money on this game. Look, if if the Chiefs are on the road with Patrick Mahomes getting 3.5 points, and they are, um, it, it's very difficult for me to, to never just take that every single yeah. time. You know, I mean, like, Mahomes has been an underdog, I think, 11 times, and he's covered in, I, I believe, we're now up to nine of those games. Um, so, you know, it's, if you're going to give me points with Mahomes on the road, I'm probably always taking that. Uh, but as far as an actual, like, hey, the Chiefs are winning 24 to 21 – I want to find out about these two injuries because I think they're huge for this game.
3: Interesting. I've, I've already locked in my bet for that exact reason. You're giving me three – you're giving me a hook with Mahomes? Like, I'm just going to take it. I don't <laughs> know if they win, but I I can't not bet that. And so I've already locked in my bet for this weekend. Last two for you, Alex. Uh, first off, it, what do we know about the future of Andy Reid? Is there anything there? And then second, there's a famous picture of LeBron sitting poolside where he's, like, rubbing his head and he says, I can't believe this is my life. Do you do you wake up and realize that, that like, <laughs> that's you with Mahomes for the next 12, 15 years like, Except he's in front of a fireplace, <laughs> yeah, not a yeah, pool. Sure, you're not a, you're not poolside in Miami, but uh, your life's pretty good out there.
4: It is. Look, I actually had a conversation with somebody just the other day about that very thing. We're definitely spoiled. And Look, I grew up in Kansas City, you know, and so if you would have told me, uh, you know, a 12-year-old version of myself <laughs> that I'd be you know, doing doing radio in my hometown with teams I grew up rooting for and uh, went away from the, going to my third Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? So, no, I, I definitely recognize how fortunate I've been for that. And and Pat Mahomes just changed this entire city and and put this city on the map. You know, the draft is – I mean, there's a lot of things that wouldn't have happened here in town, frankly, without the Chiefs' success. And then to answer your question about Andy Reid, that's been fascinating for us here because that has only been from one reporter nationally, Mike Florio. And and he's been throwing this out there for the last two or three seasons. Uh, Eventually, I guess he'll be correct. (laughs) Um, You know, he's – you know, it's bizarre to me because – I think the, the biggest question always will be health for anybody and certainly with Andy Reid. Like, as long as he's healthy, I don't see him stepping away. You're going to step away from 28-year-old Patrick Mahomes. You waited your entire career for a quarterback like this. So, no, I don't buy it. I, nobody here is really concerned. I mean, Andy Reid was asked about it a week or so ago. He said, hey, look, I know why you guys are asking. I'm old, but I'm not that old. <laughs> um, and, and so he's six years younger than Belichick. Nobody questions Belichick. I mean, I think there is a little bit. Of Mike Florio, uh, just you know, continuing to push this. He's the only reporter, guys. Nobody else. He's yeah. the only one that ever brings it up.
3: Well, and to your point, you keep saying it every year. Eventually, he's going to retire, and you're going to say, "See, I told you so. I got it right. Look at that. I finally called it." Alex Gold, six ten Sports in Kansas City at Alex Gold on Twitter. We talk to him every year this time because the damn Chiefs are in the AFC Championship game for a sixth consecutive year. Thanks so much for the time this morning, man. Have have a great time covering that game. I'm sure it's going to be a fun week for you guys, and I'm sure they're going to win. So let's let's chat again next week. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Thanks, guys. There you go, Alex Cole. Good stuff from him hey, on hey, Kansas
2: City. You know what we didn't do there? What didn't we do? Zero Taylor Swift questions. I thought we did a really good job. We stayed well away from the Swifty, Kelsey noise. I actually have Taylor Swift in my notes today. Oh if you want to get God. to it,
3: <laughs> I have it in my notes. There, there's a there's a Reddit page of Swifties. Yeah, sure. And they were they all watched Kansas City Chiefs games now. Oh yeah. And their heads exploded with the touchback because none of them know football. Oh, they're learning them trying to figure out. Wait, what? Why is this? And their like reactions of not being football people Mm. was actually kind of funny to read. Were they jealous that Jason took all the attention (laughs) away? (laughs) I didn't see any of that, but I'm sure they were. Uh, Let's get to. I got a couple of lingering thoughts on this game and just on Kansas City in general. Are are they reaching this territory? Also, a great call that we miss. We'll get to it a day later. That's next on the fan. I want to have some fun in the final hour. Mail sack at eight fifteen. Could you do this? Would you want to do this? I want to get to that as well. There was a trade in the NBA this morning. We'll talk about that at some point. Um, the, the reaction to Kansas City-Buffalo, I shouldn't be surprised by, but it's it's nauseating to me nonetheless. Like There was a lot of that yesterday, even from Ryan Clark, somebody who I really respect and I think is a good football mind, basically say like, why do we put Josh Allen in these conversations? He can't win the big game. We always come up with excuses for him when Mahomes beats him every time they play in the playoffs. And I just, I don't know. Some of that stuff is...
2: Because 65% of the NFL, maybe (laughs) higher, doesn't have a quarterback. It's the position you need the most. And you can argue with a wall if you want (laughs) about if Allen can win the big game. The fact is, he's getting you to a big game. It's football. They're in the playoffs every year. They've been to an AFC title game. And they
3: were... I mean, you are probably... And I know that you don't want to play the woulda, coulda, shoulda game in the postseason. But you're how many plays away from winning that division-around game a couple of years ago with 13 seconds left? If you just squib-kick it, you well, uh, win that game. Yeah. And then this year, if you get Bass making a field goal, I don't know if you get a stop or not. Probably not, but at least the game's tied if Stephon Diggs catches a pat, Like when the, when the margin is that thin, I hate that we have to have some grand conclusion about why. Like Last year was legitimate to say, what the hell's wrong with Buffalo? They almost lost to Skylar Thompson in the wildcard round, and then they got punked by Cincinnati at home. That's a different feeling than saying, dude, we're one play away from winning that game, and you're going to draw a conclusion about where my overall standing is in the NFL. I hate when we do this to any quarterback because there's always nuance to every conversation. Just like if Mahomes had had his kicker miss a kick late and they lost the game because of it, nobody's coming in saying Mahomes lost his fastball, can't win the big one, can't win on the road. We're not going to do that, right? Well, here was the call. Tyler Bass, by the way, had to deactivate all of his social medias, delete everything.
2: Yeah, I can imagine it's pretty ugly.
3: People in Buffalo have not been happy with him. And now there's been like a counter push to try and get him, you know, let's donate to a charity that Tyler Bass is a fan of. The funny thing with
2: those people is like, I'm sure Tyler Bass went to a grocery store or something, and like zero people said anything to his face because everybody's a coward.
3: (laughs) Yes. And also. You don't really know what the kicker looks like that much. You know, you kind of forget what the <laughs> kicker looks like. That's a fair point. Maybe they didn't recognize it. What does Tyler Bass look like? Well, this was the call. So, he, of course, missed the field goal, and I hate to make Buffalo fans relive this, but this was fantastic. Uh, th- they they were calling this game in Korea.
2: Koreans need to keep up with the NFL football. I love that Korea has a play by play at these games. I think every country should. Here is the
3: Korean call of Tyler Bass's missed field goal.
4: 벌어봤지만. <laughs> I
3: kind of want the, Oh! To I, a drop.
2: I heard this yesterday, and I'm not kidding. I had almost the exact same sound come out of my mouth on my couch. when went, oh!
3: As I see my Buffalo minus two and a half ticket just just crumble to the ground.
2: I watch my DraftKings stay at zero. zero. It just disappears. So, uh, yeah, Korean calls you know, keep it up. I, the Korean calls great. I love I love a good foreign call. Just to add to what you said, I um, I put a poll question up: Is the national media/slash talking heads going to predictably question and trash Lamar on Monday if they lose to Mahomes? And you know, one of our listeners, you know, he, fair point. Um, Yeah, why wouldn't they? He's frontrunner for MVP uh, MVP and a three and a half point favorite. And I like my simple response is, because he's still going to be a top five quarterback next year and (laughs) he'll be back next year. Like going anywhere. I just, I I don't know what it is. I think most people are pretty reasonably level-headed people Mm -hmm. when you talk to them, but the internet and takes is kind of seeped in here. What percentage of John Elway's career did he win a championship in? Exactly. It took him to the last, two, last years two years in the NFL. I mean, even like Tom, as great as Tom yeah. was and is, like, how many years did he not win it? Peyton Manning, one of the all time greats to do it. Took I, him a long time to do it. I just think it's an odd position to take of like, yeah, I'm going to question that greatness, even though I know he's amazing <laughs> and going to be amazing <laughs> next year. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens can definitely lose this weekend. It's football, it's not surprising. The Niners could lose to the Lions. Yeah, they could. Josh Allen didn't lose a 13-second division around game because of Josh Allen. No. Josh Allen dropped a perfect pass 70 yards in pissing wind yep. and his receiver couldn't catch the ball. It's just ridiculous. I, I think if you're just being honest with yourself, it's like questioning how good Dame was during his time in Portland. Right. He was the reason they fell short.
3: He I, can't win in the big moment. And you're like, are, do you have eyeballs? Are you watching this team? When he had one of the greatest postseason games of all time and they lost because CJ McCollum stepped out of bounds. It that's like, his fault. It kind of like makes me angry.
2: It and pisses it, me off. It, it really shouldn't because I know it's just people contriving arguments because they have to have entertaining television. Yeah. but. It's annoying how many people listen to that crap and also are like, I don't know, man. Clutch genes not there. <laughs> like, oh, so him just getting the league in itself is just not clutch at all. And then, like, okay, oh, he missed a game winning sh- Okay, I, okay. Good. It's a uh, good take. Great take. Thank you for the context.
3: Yeah, I'm sure it was around before then, but at least in our lifetime, it felt like it really exploded with the LeBron stuff. And it has now morphed into this NFL quarterback take where these are NFL quarterbacks and NBA stars are the only people that are judged on how many championships you win. Like, nobody. Everybody would acknowledge that Shohei Ohtani is the best player in baseball right now, right? How many playoff games has Shohei Ohtani
2: won? But we don't care But baseball. we don't care, right? It's like funny. We don't care
3: at all about no, baseball. No, nobody cares at all, right? And so it's funny how it just we pick and choose who it matters for and who it doesn't. And it's okay to acknowledge that some of these all-time great quarterbacks need help because it's a team sport. Like, it used to piss people off when you would say it, but, like, Brady, how many, does, does Brady have as many rings as he has? If Adam Vinatieri's not his kicker. Right. If he has.
2: If he doesn't have tie Laws as Tyler in the Bass first super is Bowl. his
3: kicker. Right. How many super. Maybe it's three. Maybe it's four. Maybe it's. I don't know, but let's not act like Adam Vinatieri wasn't a big part of that. And that was my takeaway on Sunday that was hilarious. Like, Bucker's been really good for Kansas City. That 13 second his game. His whole career he has he's been. He's been lights out yeah. in big moments. And that 13 second game, he kicked a field goal to tie the game. It was like a 50 something yarder.
1: Right.
2: And if he
3: misses that. In no, cold
2: ass weather. In cold
3: ass weather yeah. in, a, in a division around playoff game. And so. That's the but the talking point is Mahomes does it, Mahomes, he's better than Allen. Right.
2: See, he won. And- well, did it's Mahomes? Did we question? Well, maybe we did because <laughs> I have I can tend to forget this stuff because again, it makes me mad. What was the conversation when Mahomes got his ass whooped in the Super Bowl?
3: He will never be better than Tom Brady because he can't be Tom Brady. But like my takeaway <laughs> watching
2: it was like, oh, yeah, his offensive line doesn't exist because of injuries. Yeah. Of course, he can't win the game. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's. I was really. I was watching a lot of stuff yesterday,
3: just trying to you know see what was out there, what folks were saying about games, and seeing the t- like Brock Purdy takes were all
2: over the place. He, he's either an MVP or he's the worst quarterback in the NFL. That was the Ryan Clark take for me. That I was kind of like, wait. So, you were pretending or lying that Brock Purdy was. As he said it was the hardest Mahomes. thing he had to do all year was to say he was an MVP. And it's like. But you don't have to say it. You could just say, I don't think, I don't he's, think he's an MVP. MVP. He's right. good for the system, but he's a system <laughs> guy thriving with talent. Like, <laughs> and, why can't you
3: just say that? Right. And nobody is arguing that talent wise, he is on the same level as Josh Allen or Mahomes. This year was unique because you didn't have. Like, Lamar's going to win the MVP. Compare Lamar's numbers this year to the year that he won the MVP. Right. They're not even close. No. He, his numbers that year blow out what he did this year. It was a unique year for that. Allen, was, Allen threw a lot of picks. Mahomes wasn't as good as he usually is. Burrow got hurt. Uh, Lamar's going to win it. Like It was one of those unique years where you're like, I don't really know who the MVP is, and you're kind of trying to find that answer. Nobody ever argued he's on talent level the same uh, as, as Mahomes and Allen. Um, but it's frustrating,
2: but there you go. Korean calls will <laughs> make everybody happy. I just, yeah, I, I can't even tell you how many teams are truly happy with that position in the sport. <laughs> right, exactly. It's not. It's really not, not lot, that man. many. It might be less than eight. Not a lot. That like truly push comes to shove. They know they have their guy. That's it might dude. be less than eight. That's our dude, and man. we're sitting here going, "Well, <laughs> he lost another playoff game. I don't know about that guy. The guys, bum. can't win the big one. Like, I think he's if he's healthy, he's going to be in the playoffs next year too. So I don't, maybe he'll win it that year. I I remember know. when Eli Manning
3: couldn't win the big one. It wasn't a good leader, and then he beat Tom Brady twice in Super Bowls. It's funny how things can change. We got a lot to get to in the final hour of the show. An NBA trade went down. We got the mail sack coming up at eight fifteen. Get your fake sponsors in. Would you do this and a little peekaboo uh, for what's to come next summer? We got a lot to get to. Don't go anywhere